You're listening to the Good Christian Podcast. We're not saying that we're always good Christians, but this is always a good podcast for Christians to listen to. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. What a year 2020 has been. January hit and we were still like on a baby Yoda high, like all the merch just came out and uh, that was sweet for everybody, right? So we were all like, man, 2020 vision, it's me like the best year ever. I think that all of us kind of had that mindset going into this year. Uh, but then by mid-March, the entire world had basically shut down uh, through this the COVID and quarantine and all that stuff. And then shortly after that, there was like murder hornets, which I don't actually know what happened with that. That just kind of disappeared. And then racial tension was at all time high and now political unrest. Like it has been a year. Like you guys know that it has been a year. And here we are. I'm, I'm recording this the day before the election, letting it out the same day. It, this is kind of the craziest time I think the world has ever faced. And if you're not in America, you're probably just so sick of hearing us talk about politics. And for that, I'm sorry. I do want to give everyone a perspective that I believe will help on a global level. So stick with me. Um, some positive news. Last Friday, just this past weekend, uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 came out, which means like Baby Yoda's back in full force, as adorable as ever. Uh, thankfully, he doesn't age very fast. So super excited about that. Um, there's some positive news for everybody there. But uh, I really want to talk about the 2020 election and actually expose the truth behind the election and politics in general, because I think it's something that just people aren't talking about right now. I haven't heard really a lot of people talking about what I'm going to share today. It's very counterculture, in fact, but uh, I'm going to expose the truth about it. But before I do that, there's one thing I want to make sure that we all understand. And it's that we still have to follow Jesus during this time. Political seasons aren't an excuse to no longer follow what the Bible tells us to do. We should stop being so harsh to our neighbors and, and breaking friendships with people and even family members just because of a way that we we, we have a political view that they don't or something that we believe that they don't believe. We, we got to stop that. If we really are going to value people around us and truly be the light to the world, we have to keep God above politics. And we're going to get into that a bit more today. But I want to make sure that everyone really understands that. And in the way that we share about politics in person and online are both extremely important. And remember that we are called to be God's hands and feet. We are his light in the world. People should see Jesus through us. And I don't know that I see that happening in a lot of believers right now. And as a matter of fact, I want to take this time to, to apologize for uh, my past actions. I went back to some of my previous political content that I had shared online over the last, I think this is like my fourth election, aging myself there a little bit, that I've been able to, to vote in. But every every year since that time, I've, I've shared things online about it. And I want to apologize because some of the things I've done, especially in, in years distant past now, but I was just really harsh. I, I, I didn't see Jesus in that post. I go back and look at it. I didn't see love. I saw... Uh, being very direct, very harsh, very rude, um, telling people if they don't view things the way I do, then I think they're wrong and stupid. I wasn't saying quite that that bad, but when I go back and read it now, I'm like, man, that's just really not the right heart. So I want to say sorry to anyone that possibly listened to this that I've hurt in the past or that just wasn't as nice as I should be, wasn't as loving as I should be. And I think that all of us need to go back and kind of evaluate what we've done politically and make sure that we can first see Jesus in it, not just our agendas that we want. And I, I get it. This is a time of, of like hyped emotion and, and feeling. And we just, we have something we want so bad because we believe it's so good that we feel like it's worth fighting for. But do we fight harder for politics than we do for Jesus? 
Because if we do, that's a problem and something to think about. And again, I've been wrong in this in the past. This year, I've really approached it differently. In fact, I've reached out to 90 people individually to have political conversations, and I've done my best to keep Jesus the center of those. And it's actually been very fruitful and really helped me out a lot during this time. So again, I just want to say that that I'm I'm really sorry uh, for the way that I've, I've acted in past years. Moving forward, I now know that it's got to be Jesus and love before anything else. So I kind of want to challenge you guys to see if maybe you feel the same way. And I'll give you some some of the symptoms, if you will, if you're handling things wrong during this time. If you're feeling stressed, angry, or anxious about political conversations you're having with people or just politics in general, your heart might be in the wrong place. If your heart's with God first, then you'll feel less stressed, less angry, and less anxious. So again, if you're feeling those things, go out there and try having a productive conversation about politics, but keeping Jesus first, which means if the person you're talking to has an opposing view on something that you don't get angry, you don't get mad, somehow you find a way to share Jesus in that time and bring up God's love. And again, after 90 people, like I just call this like my practice, if you will, I've gotten pretty good at this. And the first few were a little rocky, a little rough, but over time I've gotten really good at it. Now I believe that I am keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is God. And so I'm gonna challenge you guys with that as well. It's like a huge bonus there. It's not even like the truth exposed about politics I'm about to get into, but that's something we all need to consider and keep in our minds. So here we go. Now we're gonna jump into that truth about the 2020 presidential election. I'm exposing this today. This is something I'm not hearing anyone talk about. Here is the big, just the big point today. And I hope you're sitting down for this one because it's going to shock you. God is still God no matter who is president. Did you just catch that? God is still God no matter who is president. Now, maybe that sounds a little cliche to you and you're like, of course I know that. But, but do we really know that? Because we're getting really agitated. We're, we're changing our personalities. Like we're seeing the worst in ourselves and in other people right now, including believers. And is it because we believe that God is, is still God right now? Or do we believe that whoever the president is, is really going to dictate the future of our lives? And yes, I do have some say in that, but here's the thing. God's not going to end up being surprised. He's not going to be like, oh no, like I can't believe that's the, the candidate got elected. Like that's not going to happen. He doesn't care about this as much as we do. God doesn't care about politics as much as we do right now. And that's something that we have to really start thinking about. And God really exposed this truth to me through a revelation they had while reading his word. Uh, It was just the other day, I was actually reading a scripture uh, in Isaiah. It was Isaiah 2.22. And that verse says, Stop trusting in mere humans who have but a breath in their nostrils. Why hold them in esteem? And when I was reflecting on this, God really showed me the meaning and the power behind it. The only thing that a human can control is the breath that's currently in their lungs. Their next breath even is a gift from God. And we don't think about it because we breathe all the time, right? We do it without even thinking about it. But the point of this is why would we put our trust so deeply in somebody that can only control at most the next two minutes of their life if they just got a fresh breath of air, right? And if the next one comes from God. But for some reason, we look at these presidential candidates as if they are almost godlike and we treat it that way. And I think it's at a subconscious level because I just said that and most people are like, no, I don't feel that way. But if you really take it to heart, think about how much weight you're putting on these people. I think it's something we really have to think about and remember that their next breath is a gift from God just like it is for us. We can't hold them in such high esteem that they take the place of God or at least the entire idea of politics take the place of God every four years. We have to remember that God is the creator of all things and we truly must begin believing this. 
So the truth about the 2020 presidential election is that it's not as important as we've made it seem. Now, I want to go off on this tangent here that I'm going to do for a minute. I'm not saying don't vote. In fact, I'm a huge proponent of voting, and I think that every American citizen should. And I think we should also be a little bit more informed than we are. You guys know my take on on mainstream media. I think if you watch TV, any channel, doesn't matter what, what it is, you are misinformed. You've followed lies. No matter, again, doesn't matter what channel it is. It's all, none of it's real. Um, but there are some ways that you can actually learn who to vote for. And I think that, again, it is our place. And as Christians, we should be unified among a specific candidate. Our votes should all look the same. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have a quiz I'd love for you to take. If you just go to dailyps.com, in the main navigation, you'll see 2020 election. If you click on that, there is a quiz there. And it will really help you understand where you align politically. And I believe that when you take this, you'll really get a clear a clear picture of the way that you should be voting. And again, I believe that all Christians should really be the same on this. There shouldn't be a lot of variable. It shouldn't matter about your race. It shouldn't matter about how you feel about women's rights. It shouldn't matter how you feel about abortion, any of these things. We should all feel the same way about them. And you all know the proper stance of that if you read the Bible at all, but it should all be around the same candidate. So again, I'm a huge proponent of voting. I think it's really important. But what I'm saying is you're not going to get to heaven if we all voted the same way and somehow still lost like the, the, the godly candidate. I'm doing that in air quotes. If we still lost and we got to heaven one day and we're standing before God and he says, well, son or daughter, I had big plans for your life, but the dumb American people just elected the wrong president and just messed it all up. That is not going to happen. That is not going to happen for any reason at all. Uh, again, so what I'm saying is stand up for what you believe in. Share it in a loving way and in, in conversation with people. I'm not a huge fan of sharing on social media or anything like that. But really get in front of people. Love them. Tell them how you're even going to vote. And make sure that you get out there and do that. Find the one that you believe you align better with. Use that quiz to really figure it out. And there's a quote that I put on social media just a couple days ago. The only thing needed for the world to burn is for Christians to sit back and watch. The only thing needed for the world to burn is for Christians to sit back and watch. So again, that reinforces my point. We should be out there voting. We just shouldn't hold the person who's president or not president in too high of regard or above God in any way. And again, I think that we've done this subconsciously. So that's why I keep on reinforcing this point. We have to remember that God is the king of all things. He is always in control. So here's what I believe that God has called you to do. Now that I've exposed this truth about politics, and that's that God is still God no matter what, and the election is not as important as we've made it seem, what I believe your next move in, what God has called all of us to do, is to not get so deep into politics, to avoid the the anger, to avoid the arguments, but instead we should be like Jesus was, which was about my father's business. That's what the Bible says, that Jesus was about my father's business. And if you look around for Jesus talking about politics, there is not much in the Bible with him talking about it at all. I mean, there's a couple of key verses that we'll all point to, but then the day he was not focused on that. And that was a time of more political unrest than we have now. Like back then it was serious. And I think one of the reasons the Pharisees didn't like Jesus is that he didn't get into that stuff. But what does that say to us today? Should we be as involved as we are? Should we have our focus on something else? So again, I want to leave you with this challenge today. Keep the 2020 presidential election in perspective. Keep the main thing the main thing, which is loving God and loving people and finding a way to leverage all this unrest that we have right now in the world in a way to actually push the agenda of Jesus, not any other agenda at all. So I want to ask you a question. I always love doing this at the end of these episodes uh, as we bring it to a close now. If you visit dailyps.com and click on the podcast tab, you can 
quickly find this episode. And at the end of it, there's a comment section. I'd love for you to answer this question. What are you going to do today to keep God the priority over politics in your life? What are you going to do today? None of us know what's going to happen tomorrow in the election. And in all honesty, it could be a while before we actually even find out who our president is. There's, there's a lot of things up in the air right now with what's going to happen. But whatever happens, we have to remember to love God, to love people, to remember that God's not going to be surprised by this, that he still is Lord of all things. And our job as believers is not to get so heavy into politics. Instead, it's to be about our father's business, which is to get out there once again to love God and love people. Leverage politics as a way to share the gospel instead of a way to share your candidate. I know I said a ton in this episode, super intense, but I encourage you to go back and listen to this one again because I believe it's so powerful right now. We all need to hear it. So I hope this blesses you today. As always, I'd love to hear from you. So again, if you visit dailyps.com, click on the podcast tab, find this episode, leave me a comment. I'd love to have a conversation back and forth with you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I'm looking forward to next month's episode. It won't be about politics or anything like that. Uh, I love you all, and I'll be back with you then.